What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, exclusively here as always on the Casa D18 Studios channel. I, of course, am your host, the Renegade JJ Williams. And today we leave the atrocities that were Steel and Catwoman behind and return to Gotham City to discuss Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy and the first installment, Batman Begins, from 2005, starring Christian Bale, Michael Caine, Liam Neeson, Katie Holmes, Gary Oldman, Cillian Murphy, Rutger Hauer, Morgan Freeman, and Ken Watanabe. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me here once again for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews. And like I said during the introduction, today we're going to begin the Dark Knight trilogy, but unfortunately these three movies will not come consecutively as I go chronologically by movie release. So you're going to get a few movies in between Nolan's trilogy here. But today we kick it off and we're going to discuss Batman Begins. And the beginning of our movie kind of tells its story in non-linear storytelling, hopping around a little bit in the beginning. So I'm going to do my best to try to cover things the way they happen chronologically in the story timeline, okay? Our movie opens with a young Bruce Wayne, playing outside of Wayne Manor with his friend, Rachel Dawes. Bruce falls down a dry well where he is attacked by a swarm of bats, and as a result, ends up developing a fear of them. While attending the opera one evening with his parents, Thomas, and Martha Wayne, Bruce becomes frightened by performers on stage who are masquerading as bats, and he asks if he can leave the theater. As they leave the theater, mugger Joe Chill approaches the Wayne family and murders Bruce's parents in front of him. As a result, the orphaned Bruce is raised by the family butler, Alfred Pennyworth. Fourteen years later, Joe Chill is paroled after testifying against Mafia boss Carmine Falcone, and Bruce intends to murder Chill, but one of Falcone's assassins gets to Chill first. Rachel berates Bruce for attempting to act outside of the justice system, telling him that his father would be ashamed of him. Bruce confronts Falcone, who tells him that real power comes from being feared. So Bruce sends the next seven years traveling the world, training in combat, and immersing himself in the criminal underworld. While in a Bhutan prison, Bruce meets Henry Ducard, who recruits him to the League of Shadows, which is led by Raj Agul. After completing his training in ninja methods and purging his fears, Bruce learns that the League knows about Gotham City, and believing that the city is beyond saving, they intend to destroy it. Bruce then rejects the League and its edict that killing is necessary, burning down their temple during his escape. Raj al Ghul is killed by falling debris, while Bruce 
saves the unconscious to card. Returning to Gotham, intent on fighting crime, Bruce takes an interest in his family's company, Wayne Enterprises, which is being taken public by the unscrupulous William Earl. Bruce ends up meeting company archivist Lucius Fox, who was a friend of Bruce's father and who allows Bruce to access prototype defense technologies, including a protective bodysuit and a heavily armored vehicle called a tumbler. Bruce begins to pose publicly as a shallow playboy while setting up a base in the caves beneath Wayne Manor and taking up the vigilante identity of Batman, inspired by his childhood fear, which he has now conquered. After intercepting a drug shipment, Batman provides Rachel with evidence against Falcone and enlists Sergeant James Gordon, one of Gotham's few honest cops, to arrest him. In prison, Falcone meets Dr. Jonathan Crane, a corrupt psychologist whom he has helped smuggle drugs into Gotham. While investigating the Scarecrow, Batman is incapacitated by the hallucinogen, but is saved by Alfred and given an antidote developed by Fox. When Rachel, now a Gotham City Assistant District Attorney, accuses Crane of corruption, he reveals that he has introduced his drug into Gotham's water supply. Crane drugs Rachel, but Batman subdues him by spraying him with his own chemical and then interrogates him. And Crane claims that he is working for Raj al Ghul. Batman evades the police by attracting a large horde of bats by using a high-pitched sound in order to get Rachel to safety, administering her the antidote and giving her a vial of it for Gordon and another for mass production. At Bruce's birthday party, Ducard reappears and reveals himself to be the true Raj al Ghul. Having stolen a powerful microwave emitter from Wayne Enterprises, Raj's plan to vaporize Gotham's water supply, rendering Crane's drug airborne and causing mass hysteria that will destroy the city. Raj sets Wayne Manor aflame and leaves Bruce to die, but Alfred rescues him. Raj then loads the microwave emitter onto Gotham's monorail system in order to release the drug at the city's central water source. But Batman rescues Rachel from a drugged mob and indirectly reveals his identity to her. Confronting Raj on the monorail as Gordon uses the tumbler's cannons to destroy a section of the track, Batman refuses to kill Raj, but chooses not to save him, gliding from the train as it crashes, killing Raj. Bruce gains Rachel's respect and love, but she decides that she cannot be with him now, telling Bruce that when the day comes, 
where Gotham no longer needs Batman, then they can be together. Batman ends up becoming a public hero, and Bruce reveals that he has purchased a controlling stake in Wayne Enterprises, firing Earl and replacing him with Fox. Sergeant Gordon gets promoted to lieutenant and shows Batman the bat signal. And our movie ends with Gordon telling Batman about a criminal who leaves behind Joker playing cards. And Batman promises to look into it before he disappears into the night. I really enjoy Batman Begins. I do. However, I feel like it's about 20 to 30 minutes too long. I enjoy seeing young Bruce. I enjoy seeing some of the time of where he went between the murder of Joe Chill and his return to Batman and the Raj Al Ghul storyline and Ducard and everything. I just feel like they spent too much time on it. Likewise, when he comes back to Gotham, I feel like they spend a little too much time kind of reintegrating him in to Gotham society. I feel like there's quite a bit of stuff that, although sort of relevant to the story, is filler and could easily be edited down put into a montage or just eliminated altogether in order to make the movie flow just a little bit more coherently and not feel like it drags in so many places. That's just a personal opinion though. I do enjoy the story. I like Liam Neeson in the role of Ducard slash Raj Al Ghul. I like Cillian Murphy as the Scarecrow. I had never really known too much about the Scarecrow prior to this film because I never really watched the animated series. So getting to see the Scarecrow and everything, I liked it. You know, they went with a couple of villains in this film that weren't as established as the main villains in Batman's Rogues Gallery. You know, they teased the Joker at the end for the next movie, yes, but they didn't do Joker, they didn't do Penguin, they didn't do Catwoman, they didn't do Riddler, didn't do Mr. Freeze, Two-Face, Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn, none of that type of stuff. They went with something a little bit more abstract and a little bit more different. And in some ways, I feel like that helped the movie because it helped expand Batman's mythos to the casual moviegoer. But in some ways, I also feel like it hurt the movie because the casual moviegoer knows Batman, but they don't know the Scarecrow. They don't know Raj al Ghul. They don't know the League of Shadows. So I feel like it was kind of a blessing and a curse when it comes to this film. I'm curious to see what you guys think in the comment boxes. When it comes to this film, I give Batman Begins three and a half out of five. Because like I said, I feel like it drags 
quite a bit. I did enjoy the the chemistry between Michael Caine and Christian Bale as Bruce and Alfred. I thought that was outstanding. And I know I've seen these movies a hundred times. I know it gets better as the movies go on, but I like that. And I like the chemistry between Christian Bale and Morgan Freeman. Lucius Fox is another character that I didn't know a whole lot about prior to seeing this movie. So I'm kind of glad that they brought him in and have him kind of working with Batman, knowing what's going on, etc., to help arm him with what he needs to get out there and fight crime. If you're watching the premiere, let me know what you think of the film. Leave your thoughts and comments over here. If you're watching it on demand later in the day, leave your thoughts and comments down here. Whatever you do, though, when we get out there on social media, let's try to get those hashtags trending. Hashtag Casa D18 Studios. Hashtag Renegades Reviews. Hashtag Renegade Returns. And, of course, the ever-popular hashtag shenanigans. Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Merchandising, merchandising, where the real money's made. Make sure you guys tune in tomorrow, right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel, for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, where we take a look at 2006's Superman Returns, and we go back to Metropolis, starring Brandon Routh, Kate Bosworth, James Marsden, Frank Langella, Parker Posey, Cal Penn, Kevin Spacey, Marlon Brando, Jack Larson, and Noel Neal. You're not going to want to miss out on that tomorrow. Right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel. Right back here on another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews. When we take a quick trip back to Metropolis before returning to Gotham, and we see what's up with the Man of Steel, Superman. To all my loyal fans and viewers out there, tuning in for the premiere, leaving your thoughts and comments over here. Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you. Likewise, all my loyal fans and viewers out there, tuning in a little bit later in the day, watching on demand, leaving your thoughts and comments down here. Thank you very much. I appreciate each and every one of you. I appreciate all my loyal fans and viewers out there tuning in on a regular basis, watching, supporting. Thank you very much for tuning in, and I will see you guys next time.